Hello and welcome to the LCI podcast. This is episode 14 and tonight I have with me the three different tiers of fantasy owners right now. I got the top of the league with Neil. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Pretty good. And you got myself the uh, struggling middle ground and uh, just on the fringes of uh, outside. Connor, you're here with us as well. Still technically alive, which is uh, all one can ask for at this point. Exactly. It's not over till it's over. Yeah, yeah, which it was very nearly over, but, uh, you know, dang it, if I score 250 points this week and a whole bunch of really specific things happen, it, it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> the only people counting it out is people who like stats. Mm. Well, let's uh, look at back at these previous week matches. You and I actually played Connor, and uh, life was on the line, and your team came through for you. You got a big 137 score, one of the top of the week, and uh, my team decided not to show up as well. So, congrats for staying alive. Kittle is a uh, only we thought he would be the last week. Now that uh, now that I'm pretty much dead, you know, George Kittle's dropping 30. Um, Antonio Antonio Gibson. Uh, I was skeptical when I made the, the Cook trade that he would actually pull through, but he has Montgomery dropping 20. Um, yeah, uh, nice to come up with a strong week here when I absolutely had to to keep the faintest of faint hopes alive. I think this means Connor officially wins the trade. The team swap. I, I think so. I think so. I mean, Red <laughs> may make the playoffs, and Dalvin Cook may do very well in those playoffs, but but as long as I win the most trades, you know, it's like Mario Party. I want the bonus star that says won the most trades. Um, the and, world then, and, then come, and then come in last place. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, Gibson and uh, Madison had pretty identical score lines there, so... It's you know, true. It's, it's true. And it's pretty... Pretty even trade, but yeah, we'll see. If I make the playoffs, then I guess it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the truth of it. I, I, it, it, it did warm the the coldest cold cockles of my heart that uh, you know in in the matchup of the the Titanic tight ends, um, Kittle crushed Kelsey thirty five to four. You love to see it. Yeah, Kelsey's. Uh of a rough year i think a lot of people expected him to not only be the tight end one but just run away with it and uh, the chiefs offense has been not great to say the least now he is the tight end one but i don't think that you know um his overall production is something you're happy with like he's supposed to be not only the tight end one but like a league winner at the position and I don't think he's giving you that kind of marginal value, but technically the tight end won. Technically there. He's 40th overall in the league at PPR, so yeah, mm. like yeah. you'd expect him to be a top 12 receiver, I think, when you draft him in the first round. And I don't think he's quite there. That's right, you draft him in the first, goodness. Yeah, sure first did. overall. I made trades, uh, actually. Yeah. You did? I traded down to just to get him and not feel like a fool taking him first overall. All right, yeah. <laughs> but you know, in retrospect, the first overall pick is not doing so hot. So uh, <laughs> maybe it did work out. Oh, not many of the first rounders are uh, are doing everything they should be this year. This no, definitely not. Yeah. I uh, I look forward to the draft ret- retrospective we do in a few weeks here. Mm-hmm. I see that the uh, Reggie, uh, you're. Having a couple long shots in your that you had to play this week as well with uh, Ty and and Ronald Jones. I'm hoping yeah. you're a little bit better set up come playoffs, but uh, those are some desperation moves, I would say. Yeah, I bought a little bit too much into the the Ty Hilton um, against Houston narrative, and that Odell Beckham's injury was more significant than it turned out to be. But uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be playing Hilton again. It was a one week experiment nope. that didn't go well and. I mean, Pittman, Pittman did well against Houston. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think Hilton is too hard to rely on. Pittman is the unquestioned back. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not sure what happened with Rojo. I didn't hear any news before the game, and then to believe with a sickness or illness in the middle of a game is interesting and unfortunate, I guess. Yeah, anytime you see illness after the name on the injury report, you 
just the imagination goes wild, you know, to see half the consumption. Um, it's a weird one. Uh, I mean, Ronald Jones is 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 one of the more founding players in the NFL just because, you know, he if I remember correctly, he was looking good for the Buccaneers brought Fournette on board after the Jaguars got sick of him. And um, everyone was kind of like, why do the Buccaneers need Leonard Fournette? They have Ronald Jones. And yeah, uh, less than a point. Brutal. Just tough. Well, I mean, I don't think I could have won regardless of the lineup decisions I made, but at least Parker looked pretty good on his on his game back and Beckham scored again. So probably not be looking for such deep shots on the, the waiver wire this coming week. Right. Well, Neil, you uh, played Zach this week and your team continues to roll. And at the same time, you uh, eliminated our first team out of the playoff contention. So how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, like you guys mentioned, RB1, I guess Josh Allen's QB3 now. Coop, Cooper Cup, wide receiver one. Waddles uh, doing pretty good. Um, and I had uh, Adams on by last week. So uh, got at least five pretty solid guys. And then AX starting to come on late in the season. So uh, all around him pretty happy with how the roster's shaping up other than that second RB slot or uh, it's a question mark and a gamble every week for who's going to get the touchdown. Yeah. Jamal Williams, I guess paid off. Okay. And seven and a half is fine, I guess yeah. for a guy you pick up out of nowhere. And then Sony Michelle played exactly as you did hope. Right? Yeah. So, and I mean, going, going into the playoffs, you, ex- well, I guess I don't know about expect, but Kareem Hunt, is healthy. He's he's back. They're through the bye. Um, you know, maybe he can turn into that weird RB two slash slot receiver player that he was when he was putting up, you know, double yeah, digit points uh, every week. Before the injury, Hunt was solid RB two. Um, uh, coming off the injury, he didn't do great in Baltimore. Hopefully, with the bye and going down the stretch with a bit some weaker run defenses. Uh, he might uh, might come back to where he was before. That's, that's kind of the hope. I mean, I guess looking ahead, like um, it's more or less impossible that you don't get a first round buy. So you only need to worry about week sixteen at this point. I think I'm guaranteed the first round buy because yeah, there's two teams that get it, right? Two teams oh, no. get it. Yeah. Okay, Kyler's. Yeah, they're both one game back, but your point advantage on the rest yeah. of the league is just absurd. Yeah, like realistically, you're, you're I, I am <laughs> first overall, regardless of the outcome of this week. So, uh, yeah, you so. you have as much chance of not getting the bye as I do of making the playoffs, which is to say, that's right, that's technically right. possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a you have a bigger point advantage on the league than Connor Trails, so it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so that's for sure. You are more likely you to make can, it in. Connor. Yeah, there you go. If you get if you go zeros this week, Jaron would still have to score a hundred and uh thirty seven points. So <laughs> Well I mean put it put it this way. Um you know there's uh Sleeper does the the, the laughing fate laughing emoji and the turd emoji for most points for and the most points against. I have the most points against, which is still eighty fewer than you've scored. So he <laughs> yeah, it's it, you're you're lapping us in terms of points for absolutely. Yeah, I I must have played another week in there or something. Must be. Well, you're gonna do what uh they really do in the NFL and maybe rest some of your starters this week. <laughs> nah, nah, can't. I'm gonna try and help O'Connor here and get them get him that first round pick, the first overall pick. <laughs> <laughs> How nice of you. Yeah, it's appreciated. I mean, on the flip side, Zach, as we said, he's uh he's out of the playoff hunt now, probably. The worst injury luck, I guess, this year with Barkley going away and whatever happened to Mike Williams throughout the middle of the weeks there. And just couldn't seem to string together any wins, unfortunately. And the season's, you know, not really cut short because it lasted until uh, the second last week. But with that losing streak so long, it's kind of hard to be close to the runnings there. Yeah, that is rough. Started out 3-0, I believe. And uh, I started, I think I gave him his first loss. 
because he was first in our league for at that point. Yeah. And it just kind of tapered off. It, it really speaks to, you know, how my and uh, it really speaks to how dumb my fantasy brain is that I'm still looking at his roster. I'm like James Robinson, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb. Man, what a, what a trio! What a and then Mike Williams and Amari Cooper and Dallas Goddard. It's like man, uh, still looks so good on paper. And uh, yeah, just terrible, terrible timing, terrible alignment. Like we said, um, I've had the most uh, points against, but Zach is very close behind. It's been a, a brutal schedule for him as well. Yeah, just looking kind of quickly through, I think Dallas Gardart is his only top 10 player out of position. So it's been... Oh. And he's ninth, so not the... Not... Oh, he's got Brady. Oh, Brady's had Brady's a pretty good year, that's right. So... Yes, that's right. But QBs aren't as uh aren't such game changers now with only four no. points, and so yeah, he's number one because he's just always at twenty points. He doesn't have he's only had a couple when you a week kind of games. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of you know underperforming uh, tight ends, Waller, what the in the half point he's ten, which you know Zach kept him for a. For a sixth round pick, uh, you hope for a little bit better than that, and certainly he was on fire to start the year. Um, and then you know, pretty inconsistent after that. Seems <laughs> like his down weeks aligned with other players' up weeks, and it was always just not enough. Yeah, it's apparently a, a wasteland of tight ends again this year. I heard that Jimmy Graham's one catch for one yard and a touchdown is was a top 10 performance at the position this past week, so. <laughs> oh that's that's deeply pleasing to me i mean if knox could have hold one and he would have had a good week too but <laughs> exactly it's like if you get a touchdown which is not what you want from tight ends i guess you want some no. catches in there but who knows right well let's move on to some of the more interesting matchups we had uh zane and stefan go head to head zane finally got off of his losing streak and you know, he has a winning record again seven and six and he uh, more or less has clinched a spot with that win. Um, I think it just comes down to points at that point for him. So after a couple shaky weeks, he's uh, he's looking like he's moving on. Yeah, it looks like, uh, boy, what's what's his? Yeah, 15, 15, 80 points. So less than you, Reg. I mean, that, that could certainly come into play and pretty close to Nick and uh, only a little bit more than uh, Stefan, so the the scenarios could result in him missing the playoffs still. But uh, I feel good about him. Or if I, I would feel good about my roster if I were him. Um, you know, can you finally can he finally count on Miles Sanders week to week? I guess we'll see. But uh, you know, he's I would I would feel good about about. Uh, chances for next week and into into the postseason. Kamara plays the Jets next week. Come on, man. Yeah, I saw the news that Kamara is practicing this week, so that's good news for Zane's yeah. team. Yeah, that's that's gotta be that's gotta be 25 points right there. And you're off to the <laughs> races. Yeah. And it also sounds like uh Hertz will be the starting QB again next week, so we'll see. How that goes for him. Yeah. I mean, Burrow's not terrible in that spot, but uh, definitely an upgrade if you get back to Hertz. Um, he's, got, he's got a low floor, um, as as you know, as the non-running quarterbacks do. Yeah. Uh, you know that it was. I'd, I'd be excited about next week if I were him for sure, and uh, I mean. <laughs> What a what a what an Adrian Peterson stat line. Eleven carries, sixteen yards, a touchdown and a fumble. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible stuff. Um I wonder if he's gonna get another start next week. But uh yeah, Camaro, Sanders, uh discount Kyler Murray coming in. Impressive pulling off the win with both uh Henderson and Camara injured last week as well. 
So no, I'm cashing on Sunny there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Godwin and uh, Moore really had a big game for him, and Moore is looking like one of the late breakouts that everyone wanted. And then, so his receivers are pretty solid, and Hawkinson comes away with a touchdown, which is what you need out of your tight end after a couple of really bad weeks. And then, of course, keep scrolling. Jefferson's down there <laughs> with 182 <laughs> yards. So, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Jefferson yeah. is disgusting. Um, but you know, to your point about more, uh, Stephen put in a pretty good week, but more outscored Jamar Chase and DK Metcalf combined. Um, <laughs> that that is brutal. Um, I didn't realize that that uh, those two together kind of put up the both five receptions, both almost sixty yards, like very similar weeks. I you're not going to get that very often. So we'll see if Stefan can can squeak in under under the wire here. Yeah, he still has a pretty solid team, I think. Um, Harris had a pretty poor game, I guess. You know, for what you'd expect out of him, but. Yeah, he's, I still like his team quite a bit, and just unlucky with the matchup, I suppose. 121 would have beat a few other teams this week, so he's not out yet. But no, this looks look like an his... actual. This looks like an actual running back stat line from Cordero. 13 carries for 78 yards and three receptions. Wow, it's almost like yeah. he's, he's a real running back. Um, <laughs> incredible stuff. Uh, yeah, I would feel optimistic but yeah obviously he's in a must-win situation all right the next match up here was between the second and third seed uh keith and jaron jaron finally after what was it seven eight weeks uh takes his first loss um Keith, the Kingslayer, so to speak, had a huge game. Kyler Murray looks just like Kyler Murray, and uh, Leonard Fournette continues to be the best running back apparently in the league. So, except for the one in the Indianapolis. Definitely, definitely been a surprise for me. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I drafted Rojo before Fournette even went, and clearly that was incorrect. Yeah, Fournette's been their workhorse. He's getting. 80 plus percent of the, the snaps these days, it seems. And uh, making a count too. Ran over the Colts defense last week. And uh, pretty good against the line of this one. Absolutely. I, that's, a, that's a big draft regret because I had him starred and uh, just kind of kept watching watch, watch him slide. Um, I'm glad to see my curse of das- Dak Prescott continues. Um, <laughs> called him the heir to Peyton Manning, and it has not been good since. I um, don't know what the hell's happening there, but um, yeah, just you know, it's it's good for Jaron to keep his good good material in his back pocket for the playoffs. You don't want to show your stuff; you've already made it. You know, that's that's presumably what happened here, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, he uh, he was just saving his energy, right? He just has to. Yeah. Earn the buy this week and cruise, right? Absolutely. And uh, I don't know, like with Kenyon Drake's uh, injury, he's out now. So Josh Jacobs is now the pretty much the only guy there in Las Vegas. So that's a pretty big upgrade as well for Keith's team. For a guy who is pretty good, but you know when you're splitting, there's only so much. And now he's the lead lead guy on a team that's a. Uh, just adds to his firepower. Basically opening up a slot for any for Flex guy. He's been starting both of them just about every week, it seems. Yeah. And uh, even uh, picked up Russell Wilson this, this week as well it's for, I guess, some QB security. I thought it made sense. Murray uh, dealing with the ankle still was questionable going into the weekend. So I thought it was a smart move. Yeah. Russell, even though he looks completely off, is playing Houston. Um, you know, who just lost 31 to nothing. So um heck, Kyler Kyler against the Rams might not be the better play regardless of his health status. I also like the the Van Jefferson pickup. I was debating grabbing him as well, but uh didn't really want to stack receivers. Uh but uh I think he's gonna 
come out for the the playoffs, the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, I had him on my watch list as well when I was rooting around for anybody I can play, and uh, I guess I missed him by like half an hour or something because uh, he was not available when I went to go get him. And yeah, pretty 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 good game. Now, with that said, he's up against Zane, who, as previously mentioned, Camara uh, is playing the Jets. So um, tough sledding. We'll see. Uh, not that he needs it next week. Obviously, he's he's heading into the play at the postseason here. Um, but yeah, uh, with with Drake, is Drake's injury a long term thing? Yeah, he broke his uh, ankle. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Shoot. Well, Jacobs and Fournette looking good then. And don't forget Aaron Jones on the bench. Hit the bye. Yeah, that's right. Yep. He's uh he's looking good. He had a couple rough weeks just before this one, so it was get right week for Keith and it's looking good for him. Uh, our last matchup, uh, Matt and Nick. Nick continues his uh push for the playoffs and now he's he's in the running right now. He's tied with myself and two other players with six and seven. He's putting up big scores while doing it as well. He seems to be finding guys to fill his roster. Yeah, the Pollard Elliott stack is paying off for him. One of them seems to break out each week. That's true. Um, and yeah, I mean, to scrape up what thirty-three points from waiver wire pickups on your quarterbacks. Obviously, Elijah Mitchell was kind of the the marquee waiver wire pickup, but um, those are guys he did not draft that kind of kept his season alive here good stuff as uh this is my weekly uh increasing Matt's uh fantasy football chops here um but uh when when Patrick Mahomes is on the streak he's on it's tough like I I there's been a lot of talk about the defensive like defenses have kind of figured figured him out with the cover three stuff um it do, that seems like too simple of an answer. He's Patrick Mahomes, but you know, it's you set aside a a thirty six point week against the Raiders, uh, and it has been not good to be the the Patrick Mahomes owner um, since week five, since week seven, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. wonder wonder how how I wonder if he's contemplating. I mean, if 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 I were if I were in his shoes, um, Russell Wilson against the Houston defense in a must-win to make the playoffs, uh, or Patrick Mahomes in a divisional game. I don't know. That's that's obviously Russell Wilson's been picked up since, but still, uh, that it would be hard not to at least question if Mahomes is to play. You can't bench Mahomes though. You can't. You're right. I get it. Look at the point. He's kind of in the wrong direction, but you can't bench him. Yeah. He's 90% started on Sleeper. Um, so I guess there's some people who have lost faith. But no, you're right. You start your studs. You ride with Mahomes. Yeah. I don't know. It's he's not he hasn't been a stud though, so it's kinda kinda hard to feel okay with it, but It'll be interesting because Matt and I go head to head and we have a similar, we have, I guess, contrasting um, teams a little bit because I have Kelsey. So if Mahomes has a good game, that probably means Kelsey has a good game. And then he has Javante and I have Melvin. So yeah, Mm -hmm. kind of interesting there. We'll see. We're both playing for our lives, though. Neither one of us are totally eliminated with the loss either. So um, it'll be fun. That'll Uh, be an interesting head to head. Yeah, I mean, we might as well jump into next week. There's, I mean, two six and seven teams facing off against each other. Obviously, one of the the pivotal matchups of the week. Yeah, that's yeah. Me and me and Matt both six and seven, and yeah, like you said, very pivotal. Um, based on uh, scores and how other games might play out, um, I can theoretically make it in, or Matt can theoretically make it in six and eight. I have a nice, a nice cushion of points though, which is which is nice to see. Um, I think Nick is somehow like fourth, fourth overall in scoring, <laughs> or fifth overall in scoring, um, and he's a uh, those stonks seventy points behind me. So 
I have a nice, I have a nice cushion if I get six and eight, and then I just have to hope um, Stefan loses or um, you lose, not you, or if Nick loses as well. One of the two. Just need one of them to lose, I guess. Don't you need both to lose? I might need both to lose. Yeah, then yeah. If you lose, then I need both to lose. There goes yeah. Matt, and you're in six. Hope right. both. Yeah. I need both of them to lose if I lose. So yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you lose, then yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, how many points ahead of me are you? Oh, it's a lot, but like how many? <laughs> me? Yeah. Uh, Almost 200. I'm, yeah. yeah. 100 and, 160. Yeah, so if, if all three of those teams lose, including you, Reg, and I win, and I score 400 points this week. <laughs> Well, you, you actually want me to win. Yeah. Yeah. Then do. Matt's six and eight. And then you want Stefan to lose, then he's six and eight. And oh, then you want right. and then you want Nick to lose to he so he's six and eight. Yeah. And they're you only much, make a they're much closer. Much closer than Reg is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But well, before we get into all those numbers, let's actually look at our, our players this week. Very well. Um he, uh, he has t- Taysom Hill against the Jets, which is terrifying. He has an extra running back this week. <laughs> um, yeah, Taysom Hill's going to throw four interceptions and score him 26 points. He's He might rush, like, four touchdowns. <laughs> like, it yeah. could happen. I, uh, I guess, but Kamara's, Kamara's back now. That, uh, yeah, I guess. He's still basically a running back. So That's true. That's true. Um, I don't think Kamara did too much last season when he was matched up with Hill either. I think it's just been Hill season. He doesn't get been... he doesn't get the screens, the the short passes, because then yeah. he'll just rushes for four yards or whatever instead. And they hey, wait on. a sec. We just spent a bunch of time talking about how you have to start Patrick Mahomes, and he's still, yeah. He's apparently, still we're over Patrick. Mahomes. <laughs> 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 I yeah. clicked into my brain for me. Oh my god, it's a must win. It's a desperation. That's uh, right. I... Yeah, talk about playing the matchup. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. Uh... It's, that's a bold move for sure, especially, I mean, it is a little bit of a hindrance when he has Kelsey going against him, so maybe that yeah, plays into it a little bit. Yeah. But he does have uh, Harris on by, which is a big blow to his running back crew. Um, and Mitchell's questionable this week with a concussion, which um, he could come back, but... He was he played the rest of the game and then went into the concussion pro- protocol the next day. So, yeah, I mean Swift is Swift also didn't uh, practice this practice today. Yeah, he's he's got a shoulder, so don't know how what he's going to be dealing with. Yeah, it still says it's a long shot for this week. So mm-hmm. he's down to you know Devonta Freeman and Javante right now and something else. So we'll, I guess. Hillard might be might be uh, playable again. He had a pretty good two weeks before the bye, but we'll see if uh, McNichols comes back. Now, I guess at this point, Reg, you're hoping that Cook is out. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why they even put him as questionable. If they're playing Thursday, say he's out so I can pick someone else up. <laughs> no, no kidding. I mean, I mean, Minnesota, I don't even know what you do with yourself after after the way they lost to the Lions. But um, certainly the thing you don't want to do is you know, run cookout on short rest uh, when he's nurse, when he's still in recovery. Um, that's that's why you drafted Madison. That's why I have him. Just yeah. do that. Is he he's still in our contract, Cook? Oh, Cook, yeah. He got a he got a BT contract. I think I still think they should trade him, but um, Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, his contract. I I want to say it's a five year, ninety million. Let's take a look. Yeah, because uh, five year, sixty three guaranteed. Yeah. When was that? Or no, sorry, five year, sixty three million dollar and twenty eight guaranteed, and that was November of last year. So he's got yeah. four years left. Yeah, I mean, if you lose to the a winless team in dramatic fashion, <laughs> like maybe I don't know what you're what you're playing for next season. So. Well, maybe look to the future. You got Jefferson, right? He's going to need a contract soon. I mean, I the thing there is, uh, I don't know how you run it back with Kirk. And if you're not coming running it back with Kirk, then you really need to talk about 
tearing it all down and just you know we got this guy justin jefferson we got a couple other pieces and the rest of it yeah uh, is up for grabs but what a what an embarrassing <laughs> awful my dad's a vikings bad so he's used to it but <laughs> um you know just the most vikings ass way to lose to a winless team yeah definitely no and i heard samuel is practicing or trying to get back into the practicing but yeah. don't know if they'll force them back. They are. They need to win, obviously, now. They're still in the playoff hunt, the 49ers, but you don't want to re-aggravate it to make things worse for your team. Still surprised they are sticking with Garoppolo after, at this point. Yeah, you would really think that they would just go for it. Like, I, I think you just go for it at this point um and it's clear as day he's not coming back next year so don't really understand i guess there's value in not throwing your young quarterback out too early if he if he's you know truly like only making one read in practice or something but um yeah yeah, well let's move on to uh Jaron and Stefan here. This is a pretty straight, straightforward one. Stefan absolutely needs to win here to basically stay alive. And uh, Jaron, on the other hand, uh, if he wins, he pretty much locks in the second overall with the bye week. So a lot to play for between these two. Yeah, I I still like Stefan's uh, pedigree on his roster. Um, Green Bay against Chicago. Uh, like the Green Bay defense is a tasty, tasty matchup. Um, and Dak continues to be cursed. So we, as I, I guess we'll see how, if Jaron's able to, to pull it out here, but um, yeah, not, not very, I guess, I guess AJ Dillon's going up against that Bears defense too. That's nice. But other than that, not terribly favorable um, matchups for, for Jaron's team, uh, that Washington pass defense against Dak, you know, uh, Mixon having to play San Francisco. Uh, not not stellar stuff, but uh, yeah, nice to get the bye, but obviously don't sweat it too, too much if you miss out. Yeah, it's looking a little tough for Jaron here. He's uh, Mixon's really the only RB he's got left. Uh, Maybe Dylan can still be a guy, but uh, the the handcuffs are no longer uh, the number ones on the teams right now. So it's uh, yeah. Matt Lafleur called it a one A one B tandem with regards to yeah. Dylan and Jones, which is just about the worst thing you can hear as a basketball <laughs> manager. Yeah. I mean, that's a win for the Dylan one because you weren't expecting too much coming into the season, but for the the Jones owner, that definitely hurts. Well, as the Dylan owner, it would be nice to have like clarity. If it if if Lafleur was like, no, we have Jones. It's Aaron Jones. Like uh, AJ Dylan is a very capable backup, and he will continue to be the backup. Um, then you could bench him with confidence. But this this gives the gives the hope that maybe he's going to have like a eleven carry, sixty three yard touchdown game, and you need to start him. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it's going to end up similar to the Chubb um, hunt situation where Dylan's getting the the running downs and then they, they swap over to Jones for the, the touchdown vulture. Could be, yeah. Yeah, just looking through Jaron's roster, you know, other than Mixon and Prescott, everyone is like the other guy on the team. Um, oh, and Deontay Johnson, but he's got Mooney, you know, the wide receiver two at the start of the year, Conklin, like Gallup and Abdullah, like all these all these other guys on the team that it seems to work for him most of the season. So maybe he'll get some more, some more fantasy luck to lock up the bye week and figure out where to go from there for the Mm -hmm. week after. Of course he could still lose and get the bye. So, um, you you never know. Um, next one here is, uh, between Keith and Zane. And this one's actually more or less meaningless for, for Zane. I think, if he ends up seven and seven, like I guess he could look on the outside there if he uh, doesn't get the points. But 
And for uh, Keith, he could win the second buy as well, but he'd have to hope um, Jaron loses and or he somehow outscores him by like 120 or something, I think. Couldn't wouldn't put it past him with the way his team's performing, though. Kyler Murray, Josh Jacobs, Fournette, Evans, like <laughs> Aaron Jones, we just talked about. Like his team could <laughs> put up like 150 plus points off for him this week. It's true. Um, on on paper, in terms of how how confident Zane should feel about his team performing well enough to get him into, into the playoffs, I feel like I said I'd feel confident if I were him, but. Um, out of that 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 bundle, um, four through eight, um, you have sixteen hundred and forty five points, Reg. But then Zane has fifteen eighty, Nick has fifteen seventy four, Stefan has fifteen fifty four, and Matt has fifteen fifty one. Like, it's pretty tight in there, and it's if he loses, which again I would not feel, uh, I, I would feel pretty optimistic about my chances of winning for I Zane, but. Um, if he winds up in a seven and seven tie to to get that last spot, um, you know, it's going to matter how many points he puts up. That is very true. He could get bumper. Not wouldn't be too difficult to bump him out. Yeah, I guess there is a there is a few ways we can have multiple. I guess we'd have we can have four teams at seven and seven at this point. So I guess it would be possible that. He's looking on the out, outside with uh, with a loss this week and not scoring well. I guess those would go hand in hand. I guess if you're losing, you're probably not scoring. So <laughs> now, with the, with that said, it's not impossible to imagine a, a scenario where Zane loses like one forty five to one forty against Keith. Um, but I will say again for the fourth time this episode, Kamara's uh, playing the Jets, <laughs> so so I'd feel good. Yeah, I suppose that is, uh, in fact, true. Mm-hmm. But if he even plays. Yeah, also still a possibility. Although Mark Ingram is out now, right? Is he? he I think he tested. Yeah, he's on COVID. Oh, he's on COVID. Man. Yeah. He, oh, my God. If if Kamara's out and Ingram's, uh, and Ingram's uh, in the COVID protocol. Uh, What's next? Taysom, Taysom Hill is the play of the month. <laughs> uh, I we hope is back. No running backs. <laughs> only Taysom Hill. Everything close to him. <laughs> it yeah. does look like uh, Kamara did get full practice in today, though, so he's he doesn't even have the injury designation right now. So okay, he should be playing. It's, it's looking good, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's probably good for me, so. <laughs> get him in the game. Yeah, this one this one looks good. There should be some high scores. Um mm-hmm. if Henderson's back from his his uh thigh or hamstring issue. Um Elijah Moore's been great the last few weeks and Jefferson continues to be Jefferson, so like these both teams are seems are gonna be close. I wanna see the Godwin Evans head to head. That will be that'll be interesting. Oh yes. And definitely Elijah Moore, he's been I was definitely eyeing him as well earlier on and missed out on that pickup. Yeah, I think a lot of us are missing out on that one, but hard to buy into the Jets when they weren't looking <laughs> so good. Well, it's supposed yeah. to be Corey Davis's year. Hey, what, <laughs> whatever happened what, to that guy? It worked for a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> yeah. Maybe two. <laughs> I did buy into the hype. Yeah, so did I. And then so did you. And then so did I again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh boy but yeah um, Keith or Zane I would like to formally request you guys line up Godwin and Evans against each other for the presentation <laughs> second yeah please <laughs> alright let's move on to your guys matchup here this is uh, you know Neil you're not playing for anything except for glory and uh, Connor's playing for everything so this is uh, not real life though it's fantasy so yeah effectively this is a nothing matchup does not matter the outcome uh, unless you're looking yeah, at uh, I... Connor's draft pick next year. Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much as I would love to pretend that I have any sort of actual shot at making the playoffs. Um, I don't, so um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm going to do my best here. Uh, as, as some of you may have noticed, I picked up the Seahawks defense playing Houston. Uh, I will make a good show of it, but uh, there's no chance in hell. So um, <laughs> as far as the matchup itself goes, though, uh, you know, I got Antonio Gibson and David Montgomery, the best one-two running back punch in the league. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see. You do get the, the Colts bye week, so if this is the, the one chance to pick down top dog. Who knows? That's true. Yeah, I lose Waddle and Taylor to the bye, but you also lose the, the gas man, so uh, I, I think that's a wash. <laughs> yeah, and Pittman, who and Pittman the, is great. like one of the true bright spots on my roster, along with that New England defense that carried me for so long. Wide receiver 14 on the year. Almost a deadlock as a keeper for me next year. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, without without the running back one on the year, all you have left is Josh Allen and Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams. Um, I, victory is assured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, your, uh, your, your flex players, you know, Judy and Ayuk aren't, aren't as desirable. I'm not really sure what to think of the Broncos receivers right now. Um, I mean, Judy's been okay since he's been off injury. He had a one, three and a half, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. He's getting some luck. He's, he's definitely the number three on the team, but he seems to be putting up more points than um, I forget his name. But, <laughs> 81. Patrick, yeah, I think. Oh, Tim Patrick, yeah. The most forgettable name in football. That's right. Well, it 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 is curious because you know, um, there's discussion I think yesterday on the the fantasy footballers about if you could just drop the, all the Broncos receivers, and uh, they all seem to think that you don't pay your receivers if you think they're bad. So obviously the Broncos like the receivers, but they just aren't really good for fantasy. I think the problem is the guy thrown to them. Yeah, it's it's weird because Teddy was able to sustain a lot of fantasy wide receivers last year, but. Um, if you're just looking at the Broncos offense, you know, there's two week to week startable running backs on that team. Like that's, that's where that offense is, is, yeah. is functioning at the moment. Um, yeah. and Teddy's just kind of playing the conservative game manager role, which obviously is not working more often than it's working. But, um, yeah, un- unless you're, yeah, the Broncos are, it- the Broncos are definitely a weird team because they're they're not a good offense, but they have two startable running backs and three borderline startable receivers. So it, it's definitely odd. Yeah, but yeah, three, none of them's gonna three really wide receivers. Three wide receivers you can talk yourself into starting, and nobody yeah. is considering starting Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> to say to say nothing of Noah Fant, like uh, weird times. <laughs> Yeah, that's but hey, Russell Wilson, uh, apparently, according to some guy I've never heard of, um, would be open to waiving his no trade for the to go to the Broncos. So hold on to don't drop Jerry Judy. Uh, might turn out to be Russell Wilson's number one receiver next year. Might be a great keeper. Uh, I think Russell loves the moon balls, which sounds like something Tim Patrick and Courtney Sutton do. Yeah, fair. Well, if <laughs> if out of the th- out of the three of them. Uh, Judy would be uh, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, that's probably close. Yeah. Either way, the the offense would be unbelievably better with Russell Wilson in it than Teddy. Hot take. Hot take. (laughs) Some some might say. (laughs) Scorching take podcast. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, last matchup of the the week here is between uh, Zach and Nick. And I'd say Zach has everything to play for. If he wins here, he can squash Nick's epic comeback and hope for the luck to play on in his play out with some other matchup, but that's uh pretty much all he has going for him right now. I mean, um Nick's got a couple of cues there. Um up in his you know, he's starting two running backs in the same team. He's starting a tight end in his in his flex spot. Um all respect in the world, but and, and and maybe this is just me falling into the same damn thing that I was talking about earlier. Tom Brady, James Robinson, Saquon Barkley, 
Darren Waller, Nick Chubb. That, yeah, I've heard this one sounds, before. That sounds pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. They definitely have the names on uh, on Zach's team here. With, uh, I mean, Robinson's definitely fallen off this season, but uh, it was the surprise RB1 from last year. Or ARB1. I mean, yeah, that nonsense with uh, um, the head coach last year, or l- last week, where Carlos Hyde did not want to or wanted to come out, and Urban Meyer didn't want him to... At any rate, yeah, that, there's, that was weird. it's weird. It's it's just weird times in Jacksonville. Urban Meyer, strange dude, as it turns out, um, which applies to his running back management. Yeah, I mean, maybe not the best matchups, though, for Zach's team. Brady against the Bills is... Yeah, I guess you can't bench him, but not the nicest place, and it's in Buffalo, too, so... The weather could and be a factor again. If he throws the Gronk, that's going to help out Nick here. Oh, yeah. And so that's two touchdowns for Gronk, at least. Probably. Exactly. <laughs> it's two touchdowns oh. and nothing. Of course, then you also got some nice defense matchups. The Broncos against the Lions and the Saints against the Jets. So there could be some points down there as well. And hmm. Chubb against the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens' defense is no longer the Ravens' defense. Might be a good, might be a good divisional game chance for Chubb to, you know, bounce back here. Yeah, and he currently has uh, Williams on the bench because um, he might not play, but he was only a close contact, so he might be cleared by Sunday. And I think the same for Keenan. I think he he is vaccinated, so it's just two negative cases, and he's good to go. So might be okay for those two. I thought Allen was more than likely out because he was positive. I know what Williams was a close contact, so could be back. Yeah, uh, well, I think because he tested positive, right? But if he gets two negatives in twenty-four yeah. hour or forty-eight hours, I think yeah. um, being vaccinated, he's fine. Mike only needs one negative. Yeah, that sounds great. So, I mean, I think I like Nick's matchup a little bit more this week for him, but. Uh, you know, never count out Brady, so yeah, I know Zach's hoping to get a win to close out the year, but uh, we'll see how it goes for him. Yeah, I mean, in, in one sense, if uh, if Zach wins and I lose, then suddenly uh, I get that, that, that tasty <laughs> choice over what pick I want first. Um, the the tiebreaker for standings is points four, so you have to also hope that he scores, you know, thirteen extra points as well. True, this is true. But I guess if he wins, you lose. It, you know, again, you're probably scoring those points, and you're probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. All right, well, that's all of our matchups here. Um, are there any more of these? Uh playoffs we need to work out here i think kind of get the idea for everybody um yeah there's just a a big big top of the bell curve four to eight um I'm counting you in that in that that group there zane you know it's a long shot but we got all these teams at six and seven and uh love to see it come down come down like this come down to the wire like this i i imagine that at by the by, the time Monday evening wraps up, it's going to be not a complicated like. Oh, we need to consult the Necronomicon to see who uh, breaks the tie. I think it's probably going to be pretty clear, but it is exciting to for it to come down to the wire like this. Uh, how close the points four are, it uh, can definitely get the have some heartbreakers in seventh place, depending on who wins and who loses this week. Yeah, so like. If I win, then I think everything becomes a little bit more juicier for the, the seven and seven teams. You, you know, I if uh, Nick wins, um, Stefan wins, Keith wins, um, then we have four teams at seven and seven, and then it just comes all down the points tiebreaker, and which leads right now um, it has uh, Stefan and Matt on the outside based on points, but. Obviously, that changes a little bit after the week, but when there's only thirty points between the bottom and the top of those, that's uh, yeah, it's not too much. Now, Reg, 
if you lose and Nick wins and uh, Stefan wins and uh, you miss the playoffs but have scored more points than almost every team in the playoffs, just how upset will you be? Probably very upset. That's what I'm looking at in my work league right now. (laughs) I have the second most points for, and I am outside of the playoffs a game back. (laughs) It is an unfair nonsense we do. Yeah. Yeah. Fantasy is, uh, does that to you. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's going to sting too, because there is two weeks that I lost by less than one point. So. Yeah, I served up one of those ones. <laughs> you you got one with Cooper Cup's completely non-needed oh, yeah, the garbage fourth time. quarter drive. Yeah. And then I think Jaron beat me or Stefan beat me by 0. 0.4 or something like that. So yeah. It, it, it'll hurt if I uh don't That's make rough. it in, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for uh Jaron. Is that uh that helps a lot if he wins? <laughs> and then Zach if he wins. That that's that's what I want. <laughs> I am rooting for maximum chaos. Yeah. Uh, regardless of how it all shakes out in the end. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this is going to be an interesting week. Lots of playoffs online and Thursday night. Vikings and Steelers is a good way to kick it off. Lots of relevant players playing that night. It'd be fun. Absolutely. That'd be fun. All right. Thanks, guys, for joining me and uh, good luck in your head to head this weekend. Yeah, clearly the most consequential matchup of the week. Uh, so, <laughs> Godspeed to you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Thanks, Reg. Connor. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good night.